You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day. Day at Whole Foods Market. And welcome back to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. What the frick is that? Don't they do dad jokes? Wait, there's a podcast? Yeah, there's a podcast, you numpty. It's the sports chat and debates for you and your mates. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. I don't perform under pressure. I don't rate puns. <laughs> Stop asking me to match your intensity. <laughs> There's nothing better for foreplay than foreskin. <laughs> Did you just say fucking foreskin? <laughs> Stop asking me to match your Scouts, it's episode 111 of the We Got The Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Mitch. And I'm Andrew. And you've joined us for the podcast that makes you feel like you are at a Sunday afternoon barbecue with four or five of your closest mates. Strap yourself in for some dense chat and debates that you would probably already be having with your mates, I reckon. Mm. And uh, I think we have a review. Yeah, I was going to say, boys, we got a review on board. All right. And it actually says, Scouts, love the podcast, massive fan, and I listen every week. Just wanted to reach out and say... Hey, and absolute quality content. This is where I go to for all my cricket news. Well, that's unfortunate. Uh, keep on keeping on, Legends Joey. And it leads me to a little question, Lethal. Scout. Yes. What do you got for us? Why Scout? Why do we start? say that? Yeah. Uh, it's a great question. I just used to always walk into the um, staff room mm-hmm. when I was teaching. Yeah. I would always walk into the PE staff room and yeah. say that. Yeah, right. I don't have a much bigger reason for why I used to do it. I just always used to, every time I'd walk into a, like the mm. new staff room, I'd just be like, scouts, mm. and everyone sort of, it was just the way that I it's announced. It was an icebreaker. Yeah. yeah, I sort of announced that so, I was here and anyone yeah. want to chat. So how much Usually is they'd a, give me nothing, I'd walk back out. <laughs> so how much does a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice. Oh, bang. I haven't used that one. I haven't used scouts either, but I did have a, a different answer for why you might do that and um, maybe a little life lesson for you, Gody. This mm. is something I adopted in our household at, at home before I moved out. Essentially... Mm. Before you ask a question, mm-hmm. just consider, is the answer likely to be Lee is an idiot? Mm. Mm, yes. And I think, I think that's that's the perfect example. Okay. Yeah. Lots of the time you can actually answer questions with that answer. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a search engine yeah. in itself. <laughs> Skin, what do you got for us? I've got a story, actually. Um, nice. Yeah, a little, little, little dilemma that I've been facing over the last couple of weeks. And I think, I, yeah, I eventually resolved it. Um, essentially... So as, as people might know, I went back to uni, dropped back to part-time work. And so there were two days a week where I was studying. Um, some of the time I could do that from home. So I was spending a bit more time at home during the middle of the day. And apparently this doesn't happen to everyone, but it seemed every freaking day that I was at home in the middle of the day, I got a knock on the door from a door-to-door salesman, mm. which is fine if you have some sort of social skills and you can talk to people and tell them you're not interested in whatever it happens to be that they're selling. But not the case for me. I really struggle with door-to-door salesmen and I don't know what it is. They've got some bloody formula. They're very sneaky, you know. It's like you never say you're interested but they they just sort of, I don't know, they get into their big spiel and their big spiel is always about supporting cancer and elderly people and stuff that that you you can't say no to. You can't say no. So I'm just sitting there but they don't ask you like, would you like to buy this? They ask you... 
is that something that you'd be interested in supporting? And then I say, well, yeah, obviously. Like, <laughs> you can't say like, no. Yes, I'm interested in supporting that. And then, I'm, and then next minute I'm entering my email, my name, address, credit card details, and I'm just rattled. And <laughs> But generally I go through, I'll, we go through like this 15-minute speech with these door-to-door salesmen and it gets to the point where, yeah, I'm entering all my information and they realise I'm still 24 Oh. And um, you have to be over 25 to buy the thing. So normally I don't really mind. I'll just, just go, it's just a waste of 15 minutes, just yeah. a little little break from study and I'll, I'll, I'll tell them, eventually tell them that I'm, I'm only 24 and they'll walk away very disappointed because I'm not over 25 if they can't take my money or whatever. So even that, even in day-to-day life, well, even in yeah, day-to-day exactly. life as well, you guys are still fucking slow. You're still wasting 15 yeah, yeah. minutes of <laughs> <laughs> You can just, when, <laughs> when you answer the door, why don't you just say I'm 24? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, Actually, so, mate, we just got a parcel for you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so essentially that became my tactic the next time. Um, and yeah, so I should I mean, should clarify if anyone hasn't seen me, I've got I've got a beard and stuff. I look about forty, so that's, that's good. Uh, but yeah, that was my tactic the next time. So someone's knocked on my door, and I've just said, "Look, I'm only 24." Yeah, uh, th- that was just first thing I just said. I've got to say, "Look, I'm probably interested in whatever you've got, but I'm only 24." Sorry, I can't help you. And they're like, "No, no, no, it's all good, mate. You only need to be 21." <laughs> oh, oh, you got me. Great. Okay. <laughs> so I've copped a, copped a 15 minute speech and, and just had no way out. I just couldn't see a way out. I relied on the 24 thing. And mm. so I'm, I've ended up signing up for, I think I was supporting the local RSL, like the, so the returning services league and yeah. they've got me on and I'm like That's next awesome. week, next yeah. week I've got $90 coming out of my bank account. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just genuinely got probably nicked off by it and, having, and then so I've had to like phone up sorry about that. no I was going to say having kids is so good with that as well because like, well, my go to excuse when that comes is oh mate look kids are asleep yeah, mate course, yes. oh yeah sorry don't mean to disturb you okay. yeah. Yeah, right, right. do that one next time okay yeah yeah, yeah that's good yeah. Right, yeah. Thank you, Gaddy. It's good. But yeah, so I've had to bloody phone up the RSL, try to delete my thing, and then it hadn't gone through yet, so they couldn't, so I had to keep phoning up for a week, and it was a whole dilemma. And, and yeah. that's how Skin copped yeah. his second case of identity. Just <laughs> <laughs> unlucky, Skin, more than anything. Uh, yeah. And also, Skin, I can tell you two people who will be knocking on your door next week, and it's me and Gaddy, <laughs> and also looking for $90 per week. Speak for yourself, I'm fine, mate. <laughs> Okay, guys, I've got the joke of the day, which is a segment that I embrace. And you know how I like to start my jokes with uh, reference to a national day Yes, it's being celebrated. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you're aware, but yesterday, uh, day of recording, so yesterday, Sunday, uh, with the national day of French toast, which is probably something that we don't celebrate highly enough for my yeah. liking. Oh, I speak for yourself again. How's <laughs> it? Big day. Yeah, yeah what are huge. You, it's <laughs> Australian national day. It's national French toast day. But national in Australia, national in in the country it's not nationally French listen skin don't pick holes in no. <laughs> <laughs> all holes in this is with cheese isn't he <laughs> don't ask me too many questions it's okay. nationally recognised somewhere okay. in a country in a country yeah, in a country right, anyway great. yeah so that was it so I've had to go for a toast themed joke obviously and the best one that I can possibly come up with so mm-hmm. I was at the zoo the other day true story mm-hmm. I, was the, uh, I was at the zoo the other day and I noticed a slice of toast in one of the enclosures and so I asked the zookeeper, went up to them and said, how the heck did that toast get in the cage? The zookeeper replied, it was bred in cap- captivity. <laughs> Very good. Well done. Well done. <laughs> that is good. Do you, know they, had, do you know what they call French toast in France? Toast. Toast. <laughs> uh, I suppose they would. Skin, you hear about uh, my friend who had a bakery that burnt down? Mm. Yeah, now his business is toast. Yep. Now you do one, Skip. I haven't got one. I'm never going to have one. I don't, I don't perform under pressure. I don't rate puns. I, stop asking me to match your intensity. <laughs> We're 100% going to do that. That might pop in. In fact, we've already done it. Too late to get it. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sweating bullets. It's fucking hot, Rick. All right, oh, boys. All okay. right. Straight okay. face. All right. Serious topic. All right. All right. So, after, you know, 111 episodes of the podcast, I think everyone probably knows a fair bit about you, Lethal, knows you pretty well. But um, something they might not know is that you, you are, or at least have been, a massive 
fan of Taylor Swift throughout the years. I think you've, you've sort of fallen off the cliff a little bit, but um, you actually went to her first three concerts in Brisbane, including one at the Tivoli. That's correct. Which would have had about probably maybe four other people there, I would imagine. <laughs> How unlucky for them. <laughs> a bit, bit of an exaggeration, but there was, yeah, there wasn't that many people. Okay, right. Well, yeah. I mean, it was packed out for the Tivoli, but yeah, the Tivoli's okay, quite gotcha. a small venue. Yeah, good so pub, Tivoli. Great too. pub. Since yeah. then, she's obviously packed out Suncorp and probably some much bigger venues around the world, I would imagine. Well, she's she one of the stadium yeah, tour. Yeah, so. one of the, the bigger celebrities on the planet, probably more, more wealthy ones as well. But Weirdly, um, didn't go to the Tivoli in the stadium tour. Yeah, strange that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, anyways, so, so so she's a big deal, right? Um, but but she's been making headlines more recently because she's been going back and re-recording some of her older albums, which I found which odd. I found odd as well. Yeah. Um, but and you you mentioned it to me actually. You wanted to talk about it on the podcast, and it just so happened that a good friend of mine who is a more current fan of Taylor Swift, basically, um, and I I caught up with with her for dinner a week or so ago and I got a lovely 10-minute lecture or so on, on Taylor Swift and, and why she's going back and re-recording. And I just thought she would do a much better job than, than we would on the podcast. So so I've, I've gotten her on the phone here. Hopefully she can hear us. Jackie, how, how are, you? are you there with us? I'm here. I'm ready to be your official Taylor Swift correspondent. Okay. That is good. We did offer it to Gody. He turned it down, uh, which was weird. So Jackie, <laughs> I was busy watching my paint dry, Jackie. <laughs> Yeah, Cody's not the biggest fan. <laughs> but you've I'm got- going to list all this information with a lot of certainty and next to zero fact-checking. So yeah, I hope perfect. Okay. okay. Just Great. say it with confidence, Jackie, you'll yeah. be fine. That's essentially, <laughs> in essence, <laughs> our podcast. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you'll fit right in, Jackie. Um, so, yeah, I mean, essentially, I was just wondering, like, I just wanted the rundown. Like, what the hell, what, what's going on here? What, what reason, for what reason would you be going back re-recording old albums? All righty. So we're going to take it back to 2005. Brilliant. Okay. We're going back. Right. So Taylor Swift signed with a man called Scott Bullshetter. I also don't know how to pronounce anyone's names in this, so just work with me. Neither do right. okay. good. That's a delicious Italian bread, I think, isn't it? Bruschetta. <laughs> Did he come with garlic on him, buddy? <laughs> Sorry, Jackie. It's obviously your show. You continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah guys. If you're going to make me co-host, I need some professionalism. That's okay. Oh, the big tomato. <laughs> So, yeah, so Taylor Swift signed with him and he didn't actually have a record label to begin with, but he was making a record label and he saw Taylor Swift and she signed and was his first artist. Right. And like a lot of artists, when she signed, they don't actually get to control their masters and the masters is the original recording. So it's the version you hear when you stream. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then... She moved on from her Tivoli days and now she's big, famous, and got lots of money. Yes. Yeah. So she wants to purchase her much uh, masters, but they won't let her buy it outright because she's basically there. So the big machine record is like the label, mm-hmm. and she would be majority of their revenue stream. So they don't want to just give it to her. Right. But they did offer, so Scott Bruschetta, the Italian man. <laughs> the parsley. It actually yeah. gets better every time. Yeah. Yeah. It gets bruschetta every time. Come on, skin. <laughs> and, but so they were like, we will give you your masters, but you have to re sign with our label for another 10 years. And this was after like her contract was ending. Uh. But she knew that Scott didn't, like the CEO of Big Machine was going to sell the company. So she didn't want to be in a contract for such a long time if she didn't know who the buyer was going to be. Right. So she walks away and she goes to Republic Records and then basically Lover Onwards, she owns. Okay. Leaving behind her first six albums. And then he sells it to Scooter Braun. Oh, and no. then you can put like a sound effect of like evil music here. Justin okay. Bieber. Yeah. Justin, have I got yes. that right? Yeah, that's yes, right. Yes. Justin Bieber Ariana Grande. Oh, so good. Right, and this, yeah. so he, this guy owns a lot of Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande's work, and he's evil. I don't have an evil tune. I've got a scary tune. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, that's that's cool. You are. You do not get paid enough for this job. <laughs> Neither do you, Jackie. No. Keep going. <laughs> so, what makes Scooter so evil? Well, so Taylor has claimed that he has been like bullied her throughout her career. Mm, okay. So. As we mentioned, he has like a lot of high profile musician he manages. So one of them being Kanye West. Ooh. And she like Taylor Swift attributes him to sort of being a part of that whole feud. 
Oh, wet because he was the uh, uh, Beyonce had one of the greatest. Oh, you mean uh, you mean future president Kanye West? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Is that, is that <laughs> what it stems back to, Jackie? Where he walked up on stage and said, "Taylor, I'm really happy for you." <laughs> Beyonce had one of the greatest tracks of all time, or something like that. But even though the more recent few, so you know the whole famous oh. song about the diss track. Oh yeah. It's like, and he claims that he made her famous. Yeah. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. I do remember this. I remember this. Uh-huh. And then there was the music video that followed. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. And yeah. then Justin Bieber. Now, Justin Bieber and Taylor Swift have also had a bit of a feud over the years. Good Lord. I thought yeah. they used to be friends. I think so, but then he dated Selena Gomez. Uh, and then I think he broke her heart. Okay. Yes, okay. That, yes, go on. Now I'm with you. Mm. <laughs> There's a lot of pop culture yeah. references here. <laughs> I think a few people have broken Taylor Swift's heart, by the way. Go. No, I was yeah. going to say, how many blokes can be wrong, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's three of us here. <laughs> so in the like in the kind of peak of Taylor Swift's downfall, mm-hmm. um, Justin Bieber posted a picture with Scooter and Kanye mm-hmm. and oh, no. it was with the caption, Taylor Swift, what's up? Oh, that's oh, all right. Okay. They're trying to catch the fishermen, aren't they? Yeah. Very mean, very, mm. very mean. Which is also a good Taylor Swift song. Mm. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Lee, big fan? <laughs> big fan. Not exactly a love story, Jackie, is it? <laughs> no. Skin, you do one now. <laughs> I I've had a kind of pressure. <laughs> we need more puns from you, Jackie. Come on, lift. Yeah, You're I'm well sorry. I'm, I'm prepared. <laughs> basically, Scooter Braun has now purchased her entire catalogue and controls her musical legacy. Okay, uh, right. This is starting to make real sense. Yeah, yeah. we do. So what, she what wants she wants to control that basically and get money from it. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, and basically a huge sentiment was like, I don't want my musical legacy to be in the hands of someone that's been so horrible to me. Okay, very that fair. Makes a lot of sense. Right. So what mm-hmm. you're saying, Jackie? She can't just like obviously delete the music. Like she can't just get rid of those albums that she's put out and there's nothing to stop Scooter Braun from owning the rights to it because he purchased them. But there's exactly. also nothing to stop her because she has those masters or she has some rights. So she has the – because she's the songwriter, she has the publishing rights. Ah, uh, so but she can so just re-record. Exactly. But she – well, in theory, yes, yeah. But she had to wait until a certain date has passed. Okay. And that was in 2020 when she could start re-recording. Right, okay. So all these and, albums that are now coming out, they're her singing songs from 2012, but like now. Yeah. What are they, they, they sound the same. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, she does a good job of that. It's weird. some of them that her talented. voice is like more mature. Okay. Yeah, and then she like stuck another eight minutes. On yeah, well, that was that was actually one of my, the things I wanted to talk to you about is that the All Too Well song goes for a lot longer now. What? Yeah, the the Jake Gyllenhaal song. Yeah, yeah. So, so There's originally one bloke that can be wrong. Apparently, <laughs> she's never actually said it's about him, though, has yeah. she? <laughs> has no, she not? This is where I'm saying yeah. it with a hundred percent certainty, but very little fact checking. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Right. And so, who? How that. did that rumor come about? Why do we? Why does it? The whole world think it's about Jake Gyllenhaal if she's never said that? Because TikTok said so. Yeah. Okay. And right, also right. in 2012, they were like dating. Okay. And she then yeah. brought out this album. Gotcha. So they assumed that it was about him. Okay. With yeah. And so my question was with the extra eight minutes on the song, mm-hmm. that, would she have written that song years and years ago and just now re- got, like, released those eight minutes? Or has she written that now and it's probably not about Jake Gyllenhaal anymore? No. Okay. So. <laughs> Good one, Skin. <laughs> okay, well, Forty minute episode. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking handbreaking at Skin. Well done, mate. Guys are now becoming a pop culture. Um, well, yeah. No. So basically, she's claimed that there's always been a ten minute version, and this is just her releasing the version now. Okay. All right. So she's saying that these songs were always there, and with the as long like she put out a couple more songs from the album yeah. that are new, and she's claiming they're always there. Okay. Beautiful. Jackie, can I ask? Actually, Skin's got something which will probably be more important. Yeah. Oh, right now. Okay. <laughs> Great segue. Yeah, that was, that was, that's that's was what they call recording a, at the yeah. moment. Oh, so yeah, it's right. what we call a hospital pass. Yeah. <laughs> he was going to speak. Professionalism. <laughs> I thought I was cutting him off. Subtleism. Bathtub. I was going to say, this All Too Well song has been released with a short film. Yes. What? Why would you do that? And have Yeah, you, why would you do that? <laughs> have you seen, film have you seen the short film? What's I the short film about? Absolutely. I had the countdown on. Okay, right. 
I'm a I'm a full time serious fan now. Okay, we don't. So what the hell? What happens in the short film? Though it's a love story. I take it. Skin as, as like as preparation for a podcast, you could do some research. At well, some I found stage. out there. I found out there was a short film. Mm. Would you, could and you, then could I thought you I'd say ask, it was a I'd swift ask. film. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice, <laughs> but it's also a short film, so you could probably just watch it because <laughs> it's short. I found well, out when we went out around eleven fifty last night. It wasn't out, so oh. you wouldn't have heard me talk about it when I like hijacked that conversation, yeah. like I'm hijacking your podcast. Yes, or are you hijacking? Oh, no. what in oh. the world? <laughs> Skin, at the moment, what's happening is, see, you're not matching Lee's, Jackie's and my intensity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been so bad. I'm, I'm very sorry. <laughs> okay, Jackie, continue. <laughs> we probably should wrap this up. <laughs> but, yeah, basically, so she's re-recording and so that means she will now receive all the kind of royalties and mm-hmm. Scooter Braun won't receive a cent. Mm-hmm. Right, and okay. So it's a savvy then, business move. Yeah, and then he tried to sell it on again to a private equity firm mm-hmm. and then now he ha- everyone's kind of come out and he's expressed regret over buying her catalogue because basically she's completely devalued it all. And yes. so, Jackie, your call to action to finish would be if you're going to listen to Taylor Swift music, make sure it's Taylor's version in brackets. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We might no, actually absolutely. call this episode episode 111 Taylor's version. Yeah. Taylor's version in parentheses. She yeah. looks like she's really shaking it off, hasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> she's got a lot of songs. You can't do this the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can with Google. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Perfect. Thanks very much, Jackie. That, that has been very informative and entertaining. So thank you for your time and, and well no. done on your We Got the Chocolates Day, boo. Yep, that's two of the things we yeah. pride ourselves on, Jackie. You've nailed them both in one. <laughs> if only all our calls are as good as Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just call every week? What are you doing at 9 p.m. every Monday? Not <laughs> by 9, I mean 10.30. <laughs> yeah, so you guys will send the check to my agent though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Uh, oh, yeah. Scooter Braun at a certain date, at maybe <laughs> around 2032 or so. Or his brother Van Born, what is his last name? Born, born, whatever. That's the word. Uh, what oh, a way to end it. We need to get rid of that. <laughs> what, a, what a way to end it. Thank you, Jackie. Uh, thank you, Jackie. All right, bye, guys. Thanks, Jackie. Later, bye. You idiot. <laughs> oh, God, I've had too many beers. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right, boys and girls, onto our sports chat for the week. And I guess our biggest topic over here in Australia at the moment is the the Tim Payne, I guess, saga, which we've called it. And Tim's actually taken a, a step away from cricket at the moment. So I think the first thing we should probably do is wish Tim and Bonnie, their, uh, I guess, everyone's best wishes. I hope everything's all good and they sort of sort it all out and everything's all fine because mm. obviously, you know, mental yeah. health-wise, we've got to make sure everything's all sweet there as well. So it's, um, it's, it's obviously quite a disappointing scenario for everyone but we, mm. we're wishing Tim and Bonnie the best but w- w- what I guess has happened is we I guess sort of spoke briefly about last week that um, you know someone's going to be the new test captain and it's been awarded to Pat Cummins which is mm. I'm interested to hear your guys thoughts on what you guys think of it I've got my own yeah, thoughts on it that'd be good I think it's a good topic of debate <laughs> yeah for sure mm. um skin do you want to go first either uh, sure. I mean, I, I imagine you two would probably have much more educated opinions. Oh, I really like Pat Cummins. And mm. I think he seems like a switched on bloke and I haven't played a lot of cricket with him, to be honest. But <laughs> I, 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 I imagine he, <laughs> Did you play for Penrith? <laughs> <laughs> but I imagine he's... Like, he, he doesn't strike me as an idiot, you know. I yeah. can't imagine he would struggle for 
cricket smarts, and I think mm. I think he's like, tactically. I, I imagine he'll be he'll be good. And and he came out and spoke about how he'll he'll sort of use um, Steve Smith, who obviously is tactically very good. So I think I think as a combination they'll be they'll be fine. It's just it's a bit odd having a fast bowler as a captain. I can't, I've never played in a team with a fast bowler as a captain. I, no, so I, I find it odd. What what do you think? Yeah, I I. I love Pat Cummins. I think he's an unbelievable bowler and should be one of the first picked in the test team all the mm. time. Mm. I think he would also probably be a great leader, but for the fact that I just think it's so hard to captain a side as a fast bowler, as a bowler in general, but yeah. definitely as a fast bowler because if you – I think it take – I've never done it, but Godey came in today winching about the fact that he had to come in to bowl three overs of bounces yesterday <laughs> in his 2020 game. If you are being asked to well, – I mean, you're not going to be asked. Oh, you're going to yeah. be the person that's asking yourself to run in yeah. and go, mate, it's a flat wicket, they're going well. He's probably in a touch better shape than what I am at the moment, just a little bit, I reckon. No, no come on. Don't no, yourself, yeah. Sure. yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> he's probably having range beers at the yeah, moment. Yeah, so he's on to his third hazy pale. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, so um, I, I just think – that I just think that it's such a hard task to like mm. if you've got to go and bowl you know a hard spell of bounces or a, yeah. you, you know you've got to be dry and tie up one end and and then there'll be times where you, I think a lot of the time bowlers end up under bowling themselves mm. as captains that's yep. what I find happening yeah, I always think that, that it's going to yeah. be yeah well that's probably with good reason. <laughs> 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 one but over one for two. You always sort of think it's going to be like you know when the kids it's like off oh, their captain they'll just bowl themselves and bat themselves. Oh, I did, but yeah, you did, yeah, but, of course. And Gody did do that, but I think that sometimes bowlers under bowl themselves. Like Pat Cummins, for example, there'll be times where they just need a wicket, they need mm. a partnership broken, they need yep. to turn to someone, and he actually needs to be that bowler. So yeah. I don't know. I think having Steve Smith, as you said, and they sort of came out in the press conference together and said there'll be times where it looks like Steve's captaining. Mm. So if that works as yeah. a combo, then then that's fine. I wouldn't imagine that it's a long-term thing. Solution, Pat yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pat you don't reckon? No. Well, I, I, I agree with everything you said. I think, and I think Cummins will lean on Smith heavily and, and rightly so. Like the bike's captain of Australia is the best batsman in the world. Like, and I've, like I said, I agree with everything you said. It, it is quite, and like speaking from experience and granted, like this is from literally first grade cricket experience, right? I did it for 10 years, but like this isn't test cricket. Like that's, 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 you know, get, not get behind that, but, it is quite hard, more so on the days where it's, you know, it's two for 200 after tea and it's fucking flat and you just say you've had a Gary Gutfield because you've dropped nine catches and stuff. <laughs> Granted, they don't do that in Test Creek that often, but uh, yeah, well, sometimes they do. But yeah. like Cummins is their spiritual leader, yeah. I reckon anyway. Like he's yeah. there, you know, every team's got one. It doesn't necessarily have to be the captain. You know, he's, mm. he's a spiritual leader of that side. Yeah. Do you need to burden him with the extra responsibility of being the official captain as well? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's that's not having anything against come because, like I said, for me, he is first picked. Like take Smith and well, not even take Smith and Labuschagne out of the way. For me, he's first picked. Like he he is that good. You need yeah. to take ten wiggers to win. A and he takes all. Of them. He well, takes not, not necessarily yeah. takes all of them, but he's the bloke. Like if if I'm one and one bloke right now to bowl for me, it's him at the moment in world cricket. Right. Also, just the. As a batter, I think yeah. if I always like to put myself like when I have captains, yeah. I like to put myself in the shoes of okay, if I'm batting at the moment, what would I not want? It's and Pat I reckon Cummins. that any time that Pat Cummins comes on to bowl, I'd be oh, like, oh shit, God, like, oh, here's a spell I've got to try and get through. Like, yeah, there's not many times I reckon where Pat Cummins coming on the bowl and batters are going, you oh, feel your boots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, nah, yeah, like, it's fair, it's yeah. for me. Like I said, he's like he's like that spiritual leader. Like, do you need to burn with? Oh, I don't know. I probably would have gone Smith. Yeah, but. But if if the the relationship is going to be strong, which it will be, because he seems, I mean, yeah. Cummins seems like I haven't had a great deal with him. He seems like a crackerjack fella. Yeah. Um, if the relationship is that strong, where it gets to the point, you know, halfway through the day where it's hot, and he sort of goes, you know what, can you take the reins for half an hour? And then I think that's fine as well. Let's um, be honest, though, Smith captains if it's not for the sandpaper gate back in the day. Yeah, well, well even he's still if captaining it's, really, isn't he? I yeah, guess. yeah. Even I was going to say, look. Yeah, with the sandpaper gate, like he, he's had his suspension and stuff. Like I wouldn't have seen an issue with him coming in as the next captain had mm. Tim Payne left under sort of normal yeah, circumstances. that's a really good he, point. If he retired, for, yeah. and then Smith probably mm. would have been the next captain, I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, if I certainly if I was selecting, which I'll never be selecting. Um, oh, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean the fact that that Payne's been sort of, I mean, well, he's re- left. He's stepped away from the game, mm-hmm. but he's essentially been punted by mm-hmm. some sort of big. Drama in yeah. the media, I think. You can't really go back to someone who's got his own big drama in the media. Yeah. Um, 
it would have rubbed just as many people up the wrong way as what Tim Payne, like leaving Tim Payne as skipper would have done. Mm, I think yeah. like there still would yeah. have been just as yeah. big a commotion. Yeah. There'd, there'd be a lot of people out there that have not forgiven Australia in general. It's mm. the Australian cricket team. Yeah. Like I, I still read it. I mean, we probably yeah. Yeah, like we do a social yeah. sim segment. I still read comments about that all the time about, yeah. you know, Australian cheaters. And this is from our own supporters mm. basically saying, you know, that Smith should never play again, let alone captain. So, yeah. And yeah. You can't – you obviously don't let general punters on social media no. decide these things, but there does seem to be, like, backlash about it. Mm. And the interesting thing as well, like, I think a lot of the people who are pro-Cummins captain, which is which is fair enough to say, oh, you know, bowls have captain in the past and you look at, you know, the examples – Who of, has, though? Well, you look at Akram – was it Macram, Waka, Eunice, Courtney Did they Walsh? Go well, well, that that was where I was leading. So like, apart from probably Imran Khan, who was again an all rounder though, not necessarily just a quickie. Yeah, right. I, I'd suggest the record of quicks captaining in recent memory, like, would be quite poor. You look at even sort of like Akram and 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 Waka, Eunice for Pakistan, like they were individually fantastic, but did they have the team success under the fast bowls of captain that maybe like something like Inzamam Al-Huck had or something like that or, you know, even Misbah Al-Huck sort of a bit closer. And like even Courtney Walsh, he he sort of captained like right at the very backhand sort of like, you know, Richie Richardson finished and then sort of went to like, oh, I can't even remember who it went to, like you know, Lara captain for a bit, you know, and then Courtney captain, Carl Hooper captain for a little bit for the Western Indies as well. Were they at their peak? Well, probably not really. You're looking at me like I've... I'm looking at you like, why the fuck do you know that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know 15 of the 18 names you just rattled Oh, good. Off. Excellent. <laughs> he knows everyone yeah. and everything. Yes, obviously. Uh, hence the segment, the Gaty's Trivia. Yeah, so this is probably Which, actually a really yeah. good time to tell you that, you know, when you versed Dylan Kritzinger in trivia, yeah. I told him the answer to every question. <laughs> Did you? That's why I bet you. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. He got the pair of red yeah, grundies. If you could spell, you'd be undefeatable, man. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, no, I didn't tell him how to spell. That yeah. was one thing he could do that you can't do. Yeah, but he didn't have nine schooners before he did the podcast, though, did he? So, <laughs> probably not. I no. hope not because he films for us. <laughs> and drove home. Why was, why was that whole video so blurry? Yeah. <laughs> why the hell is there cans on the floor everywhere? <laughs> no, it, it's a really interesting one. Like, yeah. like, like I said, we're, we're obviously rooting for Pat Cummins because like, for me, he just seems like a crackerjack fella yeah. and like, I think we wish him the best as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, there was another cricket highlight that came up and it is very close to home and, and we know that, you know, for our overseas listeners, we spend a lot of time talking about cricket. That is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are also plenty of people like uh, Joey at the start mm-hmm. that, that come for their cricket news. Yep. So I mean, at least Absolutely. he'll be happy. Yeah. Um, but yes, cricket is a sport that we enjoy and we're heading right into cricket season. So there's plenty of talking points. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake Weatherald is a state cricketer here in Australia, plays mm-hmm. for the South Australian Redbacks. Uh, he found himself, well, in a quite a few videos and certainly the subject of a lot of tweets through the week for booting a helmet. Mm. I'm not sure if you saw this, but it yep. was it perplexed all the commentators. No mm-hmm. one knew what had happened. Basically, to give you a quick summary, Matthew Renshaw was running with a helmet. Uh, some of the fielders, if you're feeling really close in cricket, you will wear a helmet. So if you're fielding at short leg or silly point, uh, you will wear a helmet, which Queensland were employing one of those fielders. They had Bryce Street fielding there. So he had to wear a helmet, but then obviously when it's not being worn, it sits behind the wicketkeeper. Mm-hmm. At the end of the over, Matt Renshaw has grabbed the helmet to take it down to the other end of the pitch where Bryce Street is going to wear it. However, instead of leaving it where Bryce Street will come and get it, he left it on the pitch where Jake Weatherwood is going to collect take it. Guard. Yeah, and take guard. Yeah, sorry, take guard and try and stand in his batting stance. And he hasn't taken too kindly to that, I wouldn't <laughs> say. And he's kicked the conversion from 60 yeah. metres. <laughs> it's, it's really funny because Adelaide, Adelaide United rang him two days later, actually. <laughs> he's gone top bins yeah. straight in the top corner. It's an elite video. You need to go and watch it. <laughs> if you haven't seen, I've never seen something like that on the cricket field no. ever. Um, but I didn't mind it. <laughs> Yeah, look, it's a really interesting one as well because like we like cricket has a lot of like not necessarily rules, but they've sort of got regs as well where you need to be. What, what's the term they use? Like, etiquette, know, etiquette, yeah, yeah and like protecting equipment and all that, abusive equipment, and all that type of stuff as well. Yeah. Which technically this falls under, but for me, I can't help but feel this might not have been the first time that helmet was placed in that position to get the Royal well, David Beckham treatment. I don't think he would get in trouble for telling me this and I feel like, you know, I may as well use my knowledge for yep. the benefit of others on this podcast. Okay. Uh, Jackson Sinfield, who we play cricket with at Redlands, mm-hmm. he, uh, he was actually on that tour. It was He was picked, first time he's ever been picked in a Queensland squad, a young off-spinning kid who just finished year 12. 
Uh, very good spinner, one to watch for future. But he didn't play in the game. He was 12th man. And he read out, it did say that what actually happened during that was that Matthew Redshaw, who is <laughs> quite a pest, uh, <laughs> and I think he would own up to that yes. and he would embrace that, uh, can be a pest and certainly quite annoying to play against. He had put the helmet there on multiple occasions and Jake Weatherald had said to him, if you put it there again, I will boot it. <laughs> and, of course, <laughs> Matthew put it there again. Oh, yeah, and, right. and it was yes. booted. booted. Yes. <laughs> Rolled down the street to it that far. <laughs> what I found amazing is the umpires didn't make him replace the helmet. No. It was quite a forceful yeah. blow, you would say. And what? Has he got, has he got in proper trouble for it? Obviously, it's been oh, all over social media. Fall out was, he, I should, he would have got a fine. He would have got a slap on the wrist Look, I mean, to, like, he probably should have kicked it that far, but, I mean... Yeah. No one was hurt. I think we yeah. can all just yeah. sort of move on if he actually does get a sanction, I guess. Yeah, because um, yeah, that's what I, everyone I was saying know. was he should have just nudged it off to the side of the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. It certainly would have been as entertaining. So. No. It certainly wouldn't have been as funny yeah. no. <laughs> perspective. No, from a podcast yeah. perspective, it's, yeah. just, We're glad it's gold. It's liquid yeah. gold. Yeah. Would yeah. have given us far less to talk about. So <laughs> yeah. I'm Actually, sort of glad that he, yeah, mm-hmm. that he did. Um, um, and I was going to say on your, on your point about we're obviously very biased and purely talk about cricket, I think that – I haven't, got, I haven't got a heap of other examples, but I think that could open up a discussion about other sports like niggling, niggling and sledging and stuff is something mm. that goes on across the board, really. Yeah. yeah. And I imagine there are probably a few similar stories coming out oh, of, coming happen, out of local in, sport. Well, what about well, in um, hockey, like NHL to hockey, ice, ice hockey. hockey? Yeah. That's amazing. I, I watched footage the other day where um, there was just like they, they have etiquette in the game as well, right? Mm-hmm. So like if they if – they, yeah, but like weird etiquette. So, <laughs> so this this guy has like accidentally pole a bike, like genuinely accidentally. Yeah. His shoulder hit him in the head, knocked unconscious. Yeah, right, right. But he was gotcha. like going for the ball. There was no malice. The puck, the ball. Puck, the ball. There's no ball on <laughs> ice, mate. What do you mean? Yeah, unless you get stuck there. C- Cinderella. <laughs> Come on, skin. <laughs> is, is this the time where you say you need to match your intensity? No, uh, please. <laughs> Anyway, um, so he he is like just accidentally knocked this guy out, right? But proper KO, he's in trouble. And so they like everyone just comes back to the restarting of the game, and the commentator's just going, "Unfortunately, there is going to be a fight now because that's the etiquette. You just have to. All oh, right, so like what? a teammate just has to stand up. He got knocked out, so the guy just has to get belted. That's how it works. So he literally dropped his gloves, and just people came and punched him, and he wasn't allowed to do well. Like he could fight. Back, but he chose not to because he knew that he'd knock someone out. So he sort of just stood there and just caught punches. It was like the etiquette of the game. You're One of the most the phenomenal things I've ever seen. I'll show you the video. And Please any American it. listeners, if you can like give us some context. Or Canadian as well. Canadian, obviously. Yeah, yeah, okay. We do have a lot of Canadian listeners mm. and they're very keen to distinguish that they're not American. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that, I've you made, <laughs> I've made that mistake before. <laughs> <laughs> right, gotcha. Yeah, well, right. Um, the example I had from my sport was... Similar, maybe. I play in AFL. Um, you'll you'll remember this game. I got given the job of uh, tagging someone, and so I, I was he was he was deemed to be quite good on their team, and I was just being annoying. Basically, I just had to follow him around and make sure he never touched the ball. Um, and he just decided his his response was to punch me repeatedly. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, it, it wasn't an etiquette thing, but I just I guess I'm just a big softie who couldn't find my way out of a wet paper bag, so I just stood there and copped it for a mm. bit. About three quarters of AFL, I just got yeah. repeatedly punched in the guts. Yeah, right. I watched that entire yeah, game. I think great. Skin retired after that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unlucky, you're going to be the next Alistair Lynch before that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, I was really. Now Pop was watching on the sideline. Yeah. And I get the feeling Pop might have liked to scuffle back in the yeah, day. Yeah, he played a bit of like rugby league. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and he'd, he'd be one of those blokes talking about like back in my days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's thrown a couple. Yeah. <laughs> I think he would have. And he was not appreciating not, nah. Skin, not reacting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got a bit of a hosing. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. That's um. There's a couple of those topics that come up in our next segment. If you're happy for me to move on to that, actually. yeah, let's do it. Let's get straight into it. You are on fire tonight. Yeah, so by the way. That segment is the social sin bit. We've got ten minutes in the bin here. We've got a bin. Gets to ten minutes in the sin bin. Excellent. Now this is a segment where we do get a chance to do a quick tidy up of the internet by trawling through some of the comments we deem to be a bit foolish. I would say, mm-hmm. uh, and giving the offending commenters a timeout in the social sin bin. Or as I have written here in the notes, the social sing bin, oh, good. <laughs> which I think is a different thing. No. That's usually where I go after yeah. one of our jingles. Yeah. 
How did my singing of Pearl Jam go down last week? Did I get it all right? Well, no one sprayed it, which oh, that's they exciting. usually do about my jingles. So, so, you, so it meant you have to do the jingles from now on. Jingles one, lethal zero. Correct. That's right. Um, Negative quite a few. Mm. <laughs> anyway, nice. uh, we've got a couple here. And the first one, uh, these are actually connected. They're quite closely connected to mm. us, but they're still on the internet. So mm. I hope that you have this tweet, by the way, from the king. No, not right on Can me. Can you grab it for I me, can, please? Absolutely. I'll, I'll give some, you, uh, you intro to me. Oh, intro. Now, we have a we have a friend who's actually not a friend of the show yet, and that's he should be a friend. He should well, be a friend. he was offered and he spat the dummy because oh, okay. Matthew Renshaw was presented one before him. Mm-hmm. So he's not officially a friend of the show. His name is Luke Phil. He was yeah. on episode 14 of yeah. the We Got The Chocolates podcast a yeah. long, long time ago. Yeah. He would have been on a couple, hasn't he? I think he's been No, he was also on like the one where we were on a tour together. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. 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 He's been on a few. He's a great man. Good man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he rings me often on a probably like a when Friday, Wednesday's coming out Thursday. Thursday so yeah, Friday, like a Friday yeah. morning he'll ring me and say, listen to the episode, says, here's the good bits. You guys need to get off the fence. You need to stop sitting on the fence. Like, you need, and we do make a joke about oh, it. It's one of our great attributes is sitting on the fence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perennial fence. Yeah. <laughs> Spl- splinters up the rectum. Correct. Correct. Uh, so he sprayed us. And it, interestingly, he now finds himself the topic of the social symbol <laughs> <laughs> where we are not on the fence. Well, certainly I'm not. And I'm happy to give my opinion on his tweet that he sent. And it is connected to the Jake Weatherald incident of kicking the helmet. Luke Feldman, you remember, was a professional cricketer for a long, long mm-hmm. time. Played for Queensland for 10 mm-hmm. plus years. Nearly 250 first class wickets. Yeah, and a yeah. very good cricketer. Bowled to me on the weekend again, actually, most recently. Did you hit any of them? Nope. Oh, okay, good stuff. No. Oh, I probably flicked him off on legs for a three or something. Smashed him everywhere. And by that you mean you tried to run down a third man and went to find leg. <laughs> <laughs> he bought anyway. No, that's too much information. Yeah, yeah. C- continue. So I'm gonna I'll read the tweet, then I'll throw it back to you. So Luke Feldman, this is more than a. This is in relation to the Jack Weatherall incident, yeah, which we yeah, spoke about yeah, five yeah. minutes ago. Uh, this is more than a code of conduct, equipment abuse offence. He has kicked the badge that represents the whole state. Angry face. Helmet was placed in the wicket for the bat pad to collect so the slip could take his position to speed up over rates. Terrible display by South Australia. Good. Now, I think terrible take by Luke Feldman. And the reason that I think that is because I'm not going to argue with the first part because, in fairness, he's a very, very passionate Queensland yeah. man. Mm-hmm. And he, still, uh, if you've got 250 first class yeah. wins, you might have a different opinion Correct. to blokes like us who yes. have zero. Who has yeah. zero? I, yeah. I still, yeah, I have zero. Yeah, you've got zero. You played yeah. a game, but you've still got no, zero. Still yeah. got zero. Yeah. None for Nearly had one. Yeah. That, yeah. that one didn't go over the fence. You got a few <laughs> runs, though, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, a bit stiff with that one that went 42 yeah. runs yeah. back. <laughs> Those cut shots that blistered past back at point were really unlucky. They could easily been a run out. If I had three gullies, it would have been a massive chance. Anyway, the second part of Luke Felbert's tweet is what I have issue with, where he said uh, yeah. the short leg was placed there. I would argue that Matthew Renshaw is being intentionally very, very annoying. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he has actually run further to get to where he put the helmet yes. than yeah. he would have to just place it at short leg where mm. the fielder was going to be. Yeah. So yeah. that is that is the point that I would like to make. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like, I'll, I think we'll add in there as well, like, I actually don't. Not that I don't see. I don't see anything wrong with what Renners is doing as well, because like his job as a fielder, like his job, like he's not going to bowl that much. He bowls a little bit, but his job as a fielder, like he's trying to help his team get a wicket as well. Yeah. So, like being a bit of a pest. Yeah, absolutely. I, like, I just think it's great cricket. Yeah, I absolutely. And, like, I think everything's fine. Play on. Let's just move on. Yeah. I reckon. No, agreed. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Fox, you're in the social sim bin, so there yeah. you go. Stick that up. You pipe and smoke it. We're not on the fence for that. <laughs> I, can't, oh, I wish you were playing me in this week. You would have got bowled your beamer. There's a reason I did this post that game. Yeah, good. <laughs> Why the hell did you stick this in the back pocket for three weeks? <laughs> okay, and the second uh, entry in the social sim bin I've got, and then Skin, I think you've got the third one. Ooh, yeah, uh, the second one is, this was on a We Got The Chocolates video, actually, from last week where we talked about Probably the fact that we don't think dick pics are great, really, in terms of unwarranted yeah. and un, unrequested. Yeah, well, and like the feedback we got on the video that we posted as well was all in our favour, which we were quite surprised at as well. We thought it, we thought bro- it was going to make more waves. Yeah, and we, we thought it might have been a bit 50-50, but literally everyone we spoke to was like, yeah, couldn't agree more. Like, don't send photos of your... I, I think I called it a Bruce last week. There's lots Scrooge of names terminology. for it. Scrote and other things for it, yeah. yeah. Um, but we got one comment one, one on comment our Instagram that said... I always knew you guys were boring. Dick pics can be great foreplay. 
just don't think that you that should judge. That was posted judge. by a female, I take it. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was posted by a yeah, male. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you, you <laughs> have you, you ever heard of female? Yeah, you've actually tried to you take up your intensity and it didn't go with you. No. He bloody bought, he bit the fisherman there. Excuse me, skin. You've sold me a dummy there. Apologies. No, yes. So that was by a male. And I mean, I just don't think that you should judge people's entertainment value based on their liking of dick pics. If that makes us boring, yeah. I reckon like, yeah. you might have missed You've been up. talking to the wrong girls, obviously. Yeah. Though, like, <laughs> yeah. I always knew you guys were boring. You don't send bloody dicks of your yeah. <laughs> dicks of your pick. Dicks of your pick. <laughs> dicks Boats of your scrape. Come on, Skin. You do one. I've got nothing to do. And I would also like to clarify that it can be probably, I'm sure it probably can be great foreplay if you go and home to your wife or girlfriend. But they haven't though most of the no, time. Let's be honest no, with you. That's why they're like, doing it as a favour a lot no. of the time. Like it's, I, there's no, there's no way. It's just not working. It's I'm sorry. I, 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 again, I don't think there's that many females. I'd love to hear some female yeah. points of view. Skin. I don't reckon there's that many females that are going. Oh come oh, on, I agree it, with you, man. That's, well, interestingly, that comment had no likes on it. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, you're kidding? Shocking. <laughs> so I don't know if there's that many females going. I agree. Yeah, no. It's great foreplay. Yeah, yeah well, I'm, I can't I'm wait yet yeah. to meet one. Yeah. Uh, nah. There's nothing better for foreplay than foreskin. Did you just say fucking foreskin? <laughs> Obviously, okay. it's circum- circumcision's fine. So yeah, right. Carry on. So maybe on that note, we'll move on to the uh, third entry into the sin bin. Something slightly uh, tamer and a bit a less bit, foreskinny. Yeah, less less foreskinny. Unsurprisingly, more cricket related. We'll go back to that. Gurinder Sandhu uh, plays for Queensland and bowls. And bowls quite well. Mm-hmm. He, he took six for it in a shield game. Shield game not long ago, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's quite good. Yeah. And he just yeah. took his second hat trick. First person ever to do that, I believe, in Australian domestic cricket. Yep. Second hat trick in a one day. In a one day. Against, against, yeah. Yeah, yeah. against South Australia. Um, and I mean, South Australia, as far as I'm aware, haven't been dominating, to be fair, in, in, in Brian's defence. But uh, Brian said, opposition must be bad. Surprised the pie chucker gets a single wicket at any time. Mm hmm. Brian, what's Brian's my cricket yeah. average? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's the go-to, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. But Tyler, Tyler pretty much does our job for us and says Gorinda literally averages 23 in one-day domestic cricket. That's pretty good. Which numbers. is quite good. That's, that is very good. That's, that's a handy average. And also well, I average South Australia. So. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's quite you, good as well. You average, you average infinity. Hashtag, 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 yeah. star, star, star. Yeah. Undefined. Yeah. Um, also, South Australia went none for 100. 70 of 26 overs or something. It's not like they were stinking at the time. And then he, he came on and took a trick. So. Gertie's man, Alex Carey, made 100. Yeah. Gertie reckons he's playing the first test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I know. I think Inglis. Yeah. yeah. Greg. Just recalling that <laughs> conversation. <laughs> it's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's number three. And that'll do us for the social sin bin this week. Nice well done. Which means we're on to. Not tweet of the week. You're in for a You're tweet. You're in for a tweet. That's uh, what I'm looking for. Yeah, Come yeah. on, I get this right every week. Yeah. Uh, and that, this, this one is it, cricket too. A cricket. You're kidding. She's just been a cricket heavy show, isn't it? Yeah. You know what? No, we did that Taylor Swift segment. That was good. That was our best phone call forever. We branched out. We need Jackie on plenty. Yeah. yeah. Probably don't ask her opinion on cricket though. No. She'd be as useful. We'll stick to the pop culture. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Now, this one is in relation to during the Shield game uh, between Queensland and South Australia during the week, the first day's play was – it wasn't a ban. Well, I mean, the game wasn't a ban, but the no, first yeah, day's sorry. play was called yeah, off called due off. to a dangerous uh, wicket. wicket. Um, a few balls sort of spat off like one – the Burns dismissal was interesting. Was he, li- yuck, yeah. he literally can't afford to defend it. like hit the handle of the bat and went 40 metres up there. That was quite <laughs> bizarre. Um and it sort of did that a couple of times, but Queensland were one for 80, I think, something like that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and they, one for 90. One for 90, and they've been the game. Um, been the day. Which led to, I guess, not an angry tweet. Not a, it doesn't strike me as an angry guy, but Chad Say is former test bowler and guru bowler. And he was commentating on that game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. He'd, he'd just blow your pad off, wouldn't he? Well, uh, interesting story. Yeah. They beat us outright <laughs> one day, Glen yeah. Elk, yeah. West, West Torrens. He got me out for two first ball ducks. Yeah, good. <laughs> oh, great. One what LBW up. and one bold leaving. Oh, good. Next <laughs> okay. Oh, I won't get LB this innings. I got my pad out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I got my bat out of the way as well. <laughs> um, and, and Chad tweeted, and I, I thought it was really good as well, and quite ironic given what I'm going to say in a second, that so when bowlers think it's too flat, do they just walk off? Mm. Question mark as well. And we had a little same thing happen to us on the weekend for Valleys as well. I came... And played a 2020 game for Valleys on the weekend. We were humming along and 
two six and all of a sudden a spitting cobra at my head and I fended off like a courageous hero that I was and <laughs> ran a quick single to get down the other end get the hell out of the way. <laughs> what do you mean? I thought and you were facing fastball. Yeah, like. that's what I do. No, the square leg umpire got a real workout. Um, <laughs> no, I smoked him obviously. Yeah, um, that's a given. I smoked him. You should have seen my first ball look it up. I did, uh, yeah. Shout out to Xavier Bartlett. Um, we'll post it. Post it, you should. Um but by the time I turned around after having the turning circle of a Mack truck after running a quick single, I um, got back and the umpires basically called the game off <laughs> due to a dangerous wicket. So I thought, oh, okay, that's what it's like, eh? <laughs> that's amazing. That is odd. I just couldn't believe it looking at the scorecard. You're two for 60, like 65 off six overs. You're going over 10 and over. Yeah. Batting looks quite easy. I hit three easy. sixes. I'll yeah. put that in there as well. Yeah, so batting seems quite easy. And then I was like, yeah, match abandoned, pitch yeah. dangerous. Yeah. I'll tell you oh, where batting okay. wasn't easy. Mm. I played a game at Sandgate yesterday. Uh, and I walked out to bat, and as I was walking out to bat, I was like, well, so, sorry, to give context, they had like an old boys' day, like a sponsor's day, yeah. where they had plenty of people down there drinking beers, yeah. and uh, and so it was all getting pretty lively. They had like a loudspeaker and playing music and things like that, and uh, I walked out to bat, and the We Got The Chocolates podcast started oh. playing. <laughs> that, you wouldn't have moved your feet since for would, 15 balls, I, I reckon. so rattled. <laughs> I like, would you be more rattled? Skin's voice. So I was like, I don't get skin up there yeah. commentating. It's nice to even come to watch. Yeah, that's right. What was I saying? What episode are we talking <laughs> uh, Would you be more rattled with that going on or Jack Wildermuth running into bowl at you again? Oh, well, just imagine those two as a combo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't played, just we haven't played Valleys at Valleys and yeah. they've got the loudspeaker on. we got the Chocolates podcast yeah. and Wildermuth running it's in. It's you singing your jingle. You just might as well kick the fuckers over. I don't think I'd see the ball <laughs> again. <laughs> I'd just stand there like this with my hands in front of my face. <laughs> All right. And that was the segment. You're in for a tweet. I well done, Cody. Well done. And hear that, guys. Did you hear it? Oh. Yeah, it's actually the final siren sounding on episode 111 of the We Got the Chocolates podcast, and there's nothing we love more than the fellow chockies or chalk ledgers, if you like skin, getting in touch with us with a story, a joke, or a light-hearted spray. And where can they do that, Skin? Uh, social media, firstly, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, etc. Uh, where we got the chocolates, or our website, wegotthechocolates.com.au. Perfect, and they yeah. can also get in contact. Go to well, leave us a rating of you. Right. Five stars, I reckon. Maybe six. Is there six? There is not. There's no, not six. Not. Keep calling for it. They haven't yeah. added it yet. <laughs> six again, so to speak. Ben Cummins style. Yeah, right. uh, yeah give us a rating and review. Make it a good one. We might even read it on air if it's good and funny. Nothing Absolutely. to do with Hungry Jack's Aldester, though. No, don't leave that one. Uh, yeah. we, you missed that skim. That was the okay, episode sorry. you were away. Yeah. You could listen. I could, yeah. You could. <laughs> One more download wouldn't hurt, I suppose. <laughs> so. Probably yeah. get us a bit of money. Yeah, thanks. Actually, no, probably not. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought. That's all right. And also, we'd love the joke of the day to be taken, as good as mine was today, the mm. joke of the day could definitely be taken over by a chalky, I reckon. Yeah. That would be fantastic. So get those in as well. On the website, you can leave a voicemail if you like. Uh, as, always, as always, sorry, we are strong believers in how good it is to be in a team or a group of mates and the good times that come with that. So if you are doing that, you are absolutely getting the chocolates. Thank you so much for listening once again good luck in the future as always and that's Thomas well that's the podcast so what the hell are you still doing here go and get the chocolates you marvellous beast Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.